Hi, this is your host, Mael Rouquet, and you're listening to the Natural Podcast. Today, my roommate, Sila, will be our guest. Hi, everyone. So today we'll be discussing some solutions to reduce the environmental impacts of the livestock industries. So in last week's episodes, we talked about few impacts that the concentrated animal feeding operations for livestock have um, an effect on our, our ecosystem. So we talked about the land degradation from defer- deforestation and overworking the soil. We talked about air pollution from greenhouse gases and emissions. And we also finally talked about water shortages and pollution. So all these impacts further accelerate our climate change. These are all important issues. And one way for individuals to be part of the change is for them to change their diet. Because as the demand for these meat products from these concentrating productions go up, the supply continues to go up. So today our guest, Sila, who is vegetarian, will explain to us her journey. Hi, so when I was a sophomore in high school around 2014, I decided to go vegan, cold turkey, and I just stopped eating meat completely, stopped eating cheese, um, all dairy products, and eggs. And I decided to do that because I had watched a few documentaries. Um, one's called Cowspiracy. It's really interesting. And it kind of just told me about these factory farms that are so bad for the environment. And also, they taught us about how dairy and meat can also be bad for your health. And I was having a lot of issues with my diet at that point, And I thought it would be a good option for me. And, you know, it's a long time later and I'm still vegetarian. So I, when I got to college, I was vegan for a while, but I decided that the best thing to do for me and my diet was to be vegetarian and add um, cheese back into my diet, eggs back into my diet, and sometimes fish too. Great. So it seems that you turned into a vegetarian mainly because of, you know, environmental concerns, but also health concerns. So uh, I'm wondering, how do you get all your protein? Protein. What does your diet consist of? Yeah. So one thing that I need that you need to make sure when you're a vegetarian is to make sure that you're getting the right amount of carbs, the right amount of fats, and the right amount of protein. Um, today for lunch, I had rice with eggs, mm-hmm. and I had a salad with avocado so and some nuts, so I was getting good fats, good proteins, yeah. and um, a lot of carbs. Right, so it seems, you know, it, it can be difficult for people to, can, to just turn, uh, to change their diets completely, because if they're really uneducated about it, it can become dangerous and they actually don't get all their nutrients. Um, so it can be challenging to just completely change their diets. So, well, do you have any advice? Yeah, that is definitely a concern. I would say that there are a lot of great videos on YouTube that can tell you like, you know, like what I eat in a day as a vegetarian and stuff like that. And I watched a lot of those videos early on. Now it's kind of just become second nature to understand like when I'm planning out my meals, Um, exactly what I should put in them to make sure that they're well balanced. It just takes practice. And um, yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. So another question for you. So how how else do you think we can decrease the demand for meat produced um, in concentrated farms? Yeah. So I think that people should go vegetarian and that would definitely decrease the demand. There are a lot of good 
um, meat alternatives out there now that I know you think that maybe processed meat alternatives aren't the best, but there are some good ones. Tofu is not as processed and um, like quinoa burgers. I don't know if you've ever heard yeah, of those, but really good. Yeah, yeah, those are really good. And overall, just decreasing the amount of meat that you eat. Um, you could do this in the form of like maybe one day a week doing like a meatless Monday. Um, and then, you know, that will take out like a hundred gallons of water that was used to pr like produce the meat that you were going to eat that day. And then you didn't eat it. And so you're saving water, water that mm -hmm. way. True. Yeah. I've heard about those um, meatless or plant based burgers, especially at Burger King yeah. with this new impossible burger. And I think, you know, um, and I don't know if it's only Burger King, but other food chains are starting to kind of use that trend of vegan or vegetarian uh, diets. And in a way, it's, it's a good thing. So people are, are starting to um, maybe realize that there's alternatives to these diets. But at the same time, um, you know, they're trying to mimic this juiciness of a real meat. And, yeah. and that, is, that is what whatever they had is highly highly processed, like you said, but also, you know, really high in saturated fats, which, you know, is prone to, to, to give you, um, diseases like heart, heart, mm -hmm. heart diseases. I think that, you know, also one thing, Cadoba has now has like this meatless alternative. Too. Really? Yeah. And I huh. guess if you're really honestly addicted to meat or fear about going cold turkey with meat I think meat alternatives are really you know they're popular and they taste good and that would be a good option but as you get like farther in your journey to being vegetarian or even vegan you could step back from those and really focus on like what makes your body feel good and like whole plant foods that are not processed is a really good way to go and also very sustainable way to do it too yeah, it's a good idea. It's true that these uh, meat alternatives, you know, they may not always be good for our health, but in a way it does solve that um, environmental uh, issue. You yeah, know, it does definitely reduce, you know, the amount of water and pollution it has on our environment. Yeah. Okay, so it really, it really seems from what we've been talking about that it's important for us or for the population to change their consumption habits so that they don't support um, all these you know, concentrated industries, uh, livestock industries, but it seems really hard to to change people's consumptions. And I think that the media has such a tremendous um, influence on people be on you know individual behavior, and uh, they 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 seem to even just encourage um, meat consumption, especially you know McDonald's and Burger King and you know Taco Bell. You see it every day with this delicious burger, right? Yeah. Um, I also think, you know, this, like, the Got Milk campaign, too, you know? What is it about? Um, it's about drinking milk, and mm. it's promoted by the government, even yeah. though we know for a fact that milk, like, dairy milk is not that good for you, but it's still promoted. And I think watching documentaries like Cowspiracy that I mentioned and just, <laughs> like, doing your own research is really good. It's important. For, and super important. And yeah. you shouldn't just get all your facts from one source. That's true. Yeah. You got to know what's reliable or not. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I've, I, I desperately want to see more um, advertisements, you know, about, you know, environment. Yeah. Uh, about the environment, you know, how, how can we better treat our environment? What we can we do with our food that, or you're right. 
right? I'd like, I like to see like a McDonald's sign that has to do with climate change. Yeah. And then maybe I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd consider going there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, my last question for you today is, do you think we should fully eliminate the livestock industries? Would that solve everything? Um, I don't think that we should fully eliminate them, but I think that the consumption of them needs to significantly decrease. People mm -hmm. should, you know, buy their meat locally, maybe mm -hmm. like go half and half on a cow with a another family mm -hmm. um, and like have a local butcher to do it and yes. store it in a freezer. That's a really good way to do that. Um, but I think that the livestock industry here is to stick around. And the point of, you know, changing our habits to eat less meat isn't about completely stop not eating meat anymore unless you want to like be vegetarian or vegan and do that. Uh, I think the point is just to eat less meat because we don't need to be eating that much meat and it's unhealthy for you. Yeah. Right. But also I think that, um, it's not just the, all the livestock, uh, industries that are a problem. It's mainly those one that, um, use this concentrated feeding operations because they, these are the one that pollute the most, you know, that use a lot of fertilizers, a lot of water. And so really what, you know, people would, you know, need to buy products, um, from maybe you, like you said, like farms that, um, don't use all these big systems and they're just more sustainable in the environment overall. Um, for example, you know, these farming industries can use um, the rain to uh, water their crops um, or uh, what else? They could also um, use, create their own fertilizer from manure from their own animals. So it would be just as kind of ecological and sustainable and there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be waste, you know? Yeah. So that would be, I think, um, you know, just using those methods of farming more and having consumers support these industries more than uh, the concentrated ones. Yeah, I'd really, I would really like to see that. And I would like to maybe see it be easier to access that type of meat. Um, yeah. You know, it's so easy to buy food from your like grocery store mm -hmm. like walmart but th you know that they're getting their meat from a big factory farm mm -hmm. so looking for alternative or you don't actually sometimes. well yeah you don't know you, where never, you, you don't, don't know, know where, where anything comes from yeah right? you don't know where anything comes from <laughs> in walmart yeah <laughs> but i i yeah definitely like I, I it's hard but going out of your way to make small changes yes. in your diet that just reduces meat and reduces how much you're buying from those big factory farms. It's right. really important. And, and I don't think that um, if we stop consuming from these concentrated um, industry, yeah, maybe our economy economy will, you know, go down a little bit. Um, but it's not like we're going to completely stop our meat consumption. And no. um, it's just going to, you know, our environment overall and our health is going to thank us. Yeah, so, I agree. Right. Um, yeah, but overall, I think it's really important to better educate the public about, you know, when they go to the store, what do they look for in the labels and, you know, what does it do to our environment by consuming, um, this product? Because it's hard to imagine by, you know, I'm just eating this. How can this impact the environment? Right. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's hard to, to understand that. Right. For sure. Uh, I think it's also like, I like to say that, you know, if you're not going to go out and 
kill that animal, then maybe don't eat it. Right. If you're not if you're not willing to kill it, then you, you should be able to eat it. We gotta be hunter gatherers yeah. all over again. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, Sila, for being here and just giving me all of your advice. Towards- of course. Right. Yeah, thank you. Bye. And you are listening or were listening to the Natural Real Podcast. <laughs>